Hello backers, you can now fund Vague Facsimiles on Kickstarter. Vague Facsimiles is autobiographical look at my life as a wrestling journalist. Vague Facsimiles is uncompromising. Vague Facsimiles is unflinching. Vague Facsimiles is uncensored. Here's a sample. My official introduction to Zane Melter, the presumed heir to the Observer Kingdom, was when he picked me up from Hanada Airport in Tokyo. He was six foot plus and easily over 300 pounds. His hair was somehow both greasy and dry at the same damn time. He wore a dirty black Miami Toyota t-shirt that did little to draw attention from his acne ravaged face. I knew I was going to hate this man until the day I died. Vague facsimiles made possible by generous readers like you. Hey, hey, Alyssa, can you read me a Sean Ross Sap tweet? He uh, blocked me after that thing at the the WrestleFest. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so he says, "I'm doing an ECW on TNN rewatch." Yeah, just what I thought. He's still a little bitch. It was like Sami Zayn and Sikaloa uh, tonight. How do you feel about uh, Sami Zayn and Sikaloa? Solo Sikoa. You know, I think this is going to be a good match. They have a lot of history between them. There's a lot of drama. I know that Sami's just trying to get his hands on anybody in the bloodline to destroy it as he can. That's going to be a challenge because that's he's the he's the big man. He's the defender of of the group considering Roman's usually like out he Roman has to do a lot of paperwork it's nice for him to have someone else to to fight off the normies you know mm -hmm. I love that Paul Heyman has somehow tricked Roman Reigns into doing all the paperwork there's just a lot of paperwork I think I think Paul Heyman's like hey you know I got a lot of paperwork but can you help out a little bit I'm like I'm super swamped and real stressed out and then you know, I know I know Paul Heyman's been to a couple burnout workshops, so he's like, you know, he learned he has to delegate and that might mean he has to delegate up to Roman and Roman's a good boss. So there's just it's really great that there's so many people in that group that they can just spread that work around. I think it's going to be really heated and whoever loses this match is probably going to have to do a lot of paperwork. Hmm. Just the, that's the unfortunate part of that's truly the unfortunate part of the of, of this match is someone is going to maybe have to stay late all right Vic we got a guest this episode I'm really excited to have him oh and yeah I know at least one of us will be very excited to have him he's a very esteemed wrestling journalist well as long as it's not Zane Melter Vicathy, it's so good to see you again. What are you doing here? Uh, well, Pat, Greg knew it would upset you, and, and that was almost enough to get me to come onto your show. But the truth 
This isn't malleable. It's not something that drifts in the wind like winds. And you don't seem to have a commitment to the truth. So I'm here to ensure that the people who listen to your show get to hear what real journalism sounds like, what integrity sounds like, what the, the truth sounds like. I know you're probably not understanding that, but I assure you, the people listening and reading transcriptions provided for the deaf by my assistant will understand. That's why I'm here. Zane, you're the only person I know that can creep up on somebody virtually. A lot of that stems from my time studying the great masked wrestlers of Nippon professional wrestling. In 1975 to 78, I watched one man wear one mask and then three other masks and never be detected as the same man. And then I watched him put on the greatest match in the history of the Budokan Hall. No one else saw it. It was just me. I had snuck up on him as he trained with Rizokan. You know, I wish you had a mask that covered up your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. What rating would you give that match? Sorry to cut in. What rating? Mm, what a question. Because without the fan, what is wrestling? Hmm? Luckily, this rehearsal match had one fan present. Myself. And to say that I popped would be an understatement. Uh, I'll give it one new pair of pants. Out of five new pairs of pants? I've never had to change my pants after a wrestling match before. And I haven't since. Uh, yeah, somehow I don't believe that. But speaking of popping in your pants, how's it going being on Tony Khan's payroll? Um, first of all, no, I'm not on Tony Khan's payroll. But you could say Tony Khan's paying my role because of my book, Tony Khan, Smarter or More Handsome, Let You Decide, has been atop the charts for 13 weeks. In Japan. Yes, of course, in Japan, where if we're honest with ourselves, the fan is a little more cultured, not like the sweating, heaving masses of this country. In the United States, it is, of course, uh, number 597 in Amazon self-published sports journalism. But did you know that money in Japan can be converted into money in the United States relatively easily? Yeah, how'd you like that CM Punk press scrum, huh? Yeah, a bunch of adult nerds in the room clutching their pearls looking at a real man talk. Uh, a man humiliated himself. He, he looked like uh, a little baby eating, of course, muffins. Which, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I'm a grown man. I haven't eaten a carbohydrate, let alone a muffin, in 34 years. Looks like you're gaining a little weight, a little soft in the middle. Well, there's bulk phases and there's lean phases. Cycles, if you will. You probably did not do 300 push-ups this morning like I did. But <laughs> we should move on, because I actually get paid to do things. And this moment of charity can't run long. All right. Well, let's. Uh, looks like we got a call. Uh, caller, what's your name and where are you from, and uh, what's going on? My name is Kevin. First time, long time. Uh, glad to be here. I I do have a question though. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, Lay it on me. What can I tell you? No, 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 no. It's for Zave. Yes, Kevin. Hello. And, and Zave, I'm happy to speak with you. I did I did purchase your book. 
Um, I do. I did get it from Japan. I do like to read back to front. Great book. It's how I wipe. It's how I write. Um, I do have a question. Where Where is Marco? Uh, Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt. Uh, I believe he's actually hiding in Tony Khan's back pocket. Okay. Speaking of the press scrum, the real story there, if you ask me, was the entire time Bill Brooks was running his mouth. I'm like, um, who? Oh, you might know him as Cookie Monster Punk. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Maybe CP Monk. Mm, I think that's a serial mascot. He's a wrestler from Chicago, but the whole time he was talking, you could hear the most beautiful little song creeping from Tony's butt. And I reviewed the tape. It's the same voice as that angel boy, Marco Stunt. So Tony's just got him in the back pocket, and he's going to pull him out when the time's right. I appreciate that answer. Um, you know I was a paparazzi in Tokyo, right? Do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, you don't seem to know what's in Tony Khan's back pocket. Uh, I know Zave, it's in what's his front in, pocket. What, Zane. Look, I'm trying to ask you a question. Zave, is there anybody else in Tony Khan's back pocket? That I've seen personally, no. That I suspect one name in particular creeps around the back of my mind. And it is Kota Ibushi. I think he's in Tony Khan's pants deep. And I think Kenny Omega is just begging him to pull that man out of his pants. A lot of pants. Uh, A lot of pants today. Because they're fucking morons, Alyssa. Oh, are are you thinking about whoever didn't buy all those books you wrote? Who's Kota Ibushi? He hasn't been on TV. This it can't be a real call. What's the prank? Victor, I feel like you're pulling my leg. Please stop calling me Vic. I can't use the name Vic Balderrama anymore. It got dirty off of crypto. I don't understand financial troubles, but they seem crippling and as though they make you a um, miserable petard. Alyssa, help me out here. This is all stuff that happened to your to you in Japan, right? In the book. Yeah, it's all stuff that happened in Japan. So, uh, Mr. Melter, you were you're in Japan and you've been in Japan the whole time. So were you possibly there when some of that stuff went down that Vic wrote about in his book? Well, I have not left Japan in many decades. I, I, I don't trouble myself with things that rip scallions and low men like Vickily charge themselves with. But but it seems like you guys were running in the same circles. I'm too busy focusing on the art. I spend my time here in Japan taking in the culture. I go to, and this is no exaggeration, a wrestling show three times a day. And when I'm not at that show, I... I'm in the dojo watching the men train the young boys. Yeah, but to fully understand the art from inception to execution. So no, I don't worry about what Vickily got up to in Japan. No. Can I ask him one more question? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know why you want to encourage him, but go ahead. Zave. Why? Damn, that's existential. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's most people's first instinct when they encounter this question. But luckily for us, Tetsuo Nariba answered this question pretty thoroughly. Uh, he did it, of course, 
uh, before a match with Antonio Noki, 1973, refereed by Andre the Giant. Uh, and he stared at the audience uh, who were chanting that his skull should be crushed. Uh, and someone in the audience asked him why. And he looked them in the eye and said, why not? And Andre the Giant wept. And from there, no one bothered to ask why again. Any student of wrestling would know this. That's why the listeners of your podcast should really seek out other sources. I like to think that most of it boils down to figuring out what the best possible main event for Forbidden Door 2 would be, right? Because on one hand, you could have it be MJF versus Kazuchika Okada. Uh, good, bad, it makes sense, it's easy to do. But the other that I think everyone is clamoring for is, of course, Meisuruga versus Sasha Banks. In Japan, star power eh, with the foreigner is rooted in hateability. And I think we can all agree that May Suruga is the most wretched villain in the history of the world. I, but this time I, I do have a question for Vic. Vic, where, where can I find your book? I'll take my answer off the air. Smartass. We're still running the ads, I think, for the book. You know, I used to think that Joe Rogan had the worst podcast audience. But no, it's this show. This show is first, then Rogan, then wait, wait, don't tell me. You shouldn't speak so poorly of Kevin. If anyone uh, is going to eventually give you enough Patreon money to pay back that book advance you lost, by the way, if you had heeded my advice, you would have saved rather than spent. Uh, If anyone is going to give you $5 a month for the next several thousand months, it's Kev. Uh, I think for the $5 a month you send in, he'll let you do just about anything there, pal. Alyssa, can you please take us to commercial? One last point. When I am in the community, my eyes are on one thing and one thing only. The top guy in the room. And I think if we're being honest with ourselves, Vickles isn't the top guy in any room, let alone a room I'm in. And yes, sometimes in that community, I find myself staring in a mirror saying, there we are. That's all that matters.